guys welcome to the one-eyed girl podcast and today i just want to talk about ocd being a prisoner to trauma so yes i'm not just saying ocd to say ocd you know how some people are just like oh i'm a neat freak i have ocd about this i do this all my books have to look like this i clean my room so many times i have ocd No. So for me, I have OCD spectrum disorder. So it's on on one of the spectrums. Um, Specifically, I have dermatillomania, which is skin picking. So for me, my favorite spot to skin pick is my face. So over the years, I have done a lot of destruction to my face. And at this point, there are a lot of scars. And I can't tell you if it's even reversible at this point. But unfortunately, that's been my reality. And I've been doing it for so long and I still do it this present day. So skin picking started at around 12 years old, right? And I've mentioned the age of 12 in my previous podcast. And I know you're like, geez, everything happened to you at 12, right? But, um, you know, I I was dealing with being cross-eyed and being lazy-eyed and being teased about it. People staring at me, variety of, of reactions towards me. I was experiencing new like going new places having a new summer camp um i think i i think i had a new school at that point or it might have been my second year at a, at a newer school so there's so many new things going around at that time and so was puberty that's another new new thing right so i i had a bunch of acne I had crater face right I had huge pimples all over my face um, during the puberty time and what I used to do I used to just pop my pimples it was very you know innocent it's very simple you know I was like there's a new crater on my face gotta pop it so I would go in the mirror and I would um, zoom in closely, but no, I would lean in closely and pop a pimple and I would pop one or two. And as more time went by, I was in the mirror longer and longer. I was popping more and more. And I started to pop things that weren't necessarily like a full-fledged pimple. Like I was just squeezing and pinching on my face until pus came out from somewhere even if it was from a pore (laughs) and I thought that this was something that would come and go so once my face cleared up from acne I would stop I even used proactive at one point and sometimes my face would be a little bit clear but 
I was still popping. I was still finding and searching anything I could to pop on my face. And let me tell you, to be honest, I thought this was normal. I did not acknowledge skin picking until I was probably around 22 or 23. So imagine how long that was. That was about 10 years. And in my mind, through the whole thing, I was just like, oh, once my skin clears, I'll stop. Once my skin clears, I'll stop. And this got worse for me. So let me tell you around 12, right? That's when it started. And then, so my surgery, I had my surgery to cosmetically have my eyes look, you know, normal so people won't pick up and I'm cross-eyed and lazy-eyed. So I was starting to get treated very, very differently, like normal, right? (laughs) And I would continue. I would continue this habit. And the trigger for me was school, having deadlines, trying to meet deadlines, trying to prepare for a test. Basically, anytime I had to be somewhat perfect, I had to perform on cue, that's when the trigger would start. That would that would be my trigger, right? And I, I didn't know for so long, but you know, looking back at everything now, that's what it was. I, I wanted perfection. I wanted to have control over something. For so long, I had felt hopeless. For so long, I couldn't control how people reacted towards me. I couldn't control how people treated me. And the negativity that came about from that can control anything in my life. But that was the one thing I could control. Going in the mirror every day and popping a pimple. I had power in that situation. I was in control. That was me. That was my strength. I was bulldozing the old and starting anew. But it clicked one day. One day when I I started to think, okay, there is a problem there. You know, I was working in a pharmacy. And it's no significance with this story, really. But I I was working at a pharmacy um, while I was going to, you know, college. And this lady, this customer got so pissed off at me. And she kept making fun of me. She kept making fun of my face, the scars I had on my face. She said I look like an AIDS patient, you know, well, because of how skinny I am, but also because of my face. Like, she just kept going on and on and on about that. And it clicked. I was just like, oh, other people can see the damage I've done on my skin. I always thought that, like, it wasn't that bad. I really did. Nobody ever said anything, confronted it with me, asked me any questions. My mom would just look at my face and she would just be like, oh, um, maybe you should use some acne products. And that's it. She never 
once questioned me why there were bruises on my face, why there were new bruises, why there were several bruises in the same spot. But when I started coming to that realization, that's when all the shame and everything fell into place. I decided around 22 that I was going to stop picking my face. I went to the the makeup counter at Macy's and um, I got a foundation that would fit my face. And my face at that point um, was so bad. It was the worst it's ever been. I was picking my skin to the point where there were white marks. You know how you fall and you scrape your knee? And you scrape it down to like the bone. That's what it looked like. It was white spots all over my cheeks. And I was just ashamed. And that's when I, you know, I was just like, all right, I just have to hide this. I can't let this be visible anymore. And as I hide it, I'm going to work on stopping on stop, on stop, you know, stopping from picking my face. So that was that. I was around 22 and then I had moved to Arizona for a bit. And I felt like I was at my healthiest mentally. But here we are present day, right? So I I met this guy and I finally, for the first time, I was opening up about my OCD and I told him, you know, what I did. I told him like, yeah, can't help myself. I, I picked my face. At that point, I wasn't even calling it OCD. I really didn't know the name of it. I didn't know what it was. All I told him was like, oh, I just picked my face and he's just like, okay, cool. So we were dating for a bit and probably like a month in from telling him he would look at me some days and he was just like hey is everything okay I'm like yeah sure everything's fine and he's just like well you know your face like I noticed like you're picking it even more and I'm like oh yeah you know you know I just picked it a little bit and that was it you know I brushed it off and he was just he looked at me so concerned and he was just like you know, you need to really stop doing this to yourself. And I was like, eh, you know, it's it's all right. Like, you know, I'll stop. Like, it's fine. And that was my first experience of finally telling somebody and having that reaction. And from that, I vowed, you know, we broke up, but I vowed from then on that I wasn't going to tell anybody ever again and the reason wasn't because I was afraid I'd be teased or made fun of or that wasn't the you know initial reason it was because I knew at that point that it was something I could not stop doing I knew I didn't have the tools within myself to stop and until I could get a handle on it I didn't want to tell somebody about it. I didn't want them to look at me and just say, oh, stop. Oh, it's weird. 
you can stop just just stop doing it like just clip your nails just do this just do that because it was deeper than that the scars were deeper than that my OCD was really from trauma from not being able to control anything from being hopeless and if I was to take away that OCD if I was to stop what would I have control of anymore and that's what's scary to me even present day I can't even fathom stopping. So I have makeup. I I cover I cover up my you know my scars when it's that bad and I keep it moving. Now I've seen a psychologist before and it wasn't really to focus on the skin picking, but it was for other things in my life. I wanted to just get out and you know seek help and, and get a profession professional help on it but the recent psychologists that i've seen um it, something stood out from that so before i say what stood out i'll say that these psychologists did not help me stop in any way shape or form you know if you're suffering from OCD or anything in the OCD spectrum, what you really need is um, somebody that specializes in it. You don't, I'll say for me, taking drugs or anything else, like, you know, medicine, prescribed medicine for it, it's not helpful. What you need is somebody that specializes in it. So anyways... Going back to what I was saying. So what what stood out for me was this one session I had with her. And she asked me a question. Simple question at that. She asked me, how do you feel about yourself? And I sat there. I looked at the ceiling. There was a lot of ums and ahs. And I just settled on, I don't know. But she didn't take the I don't know. <laughs> she kept digging. She kept, um, she kept rephrasing the question. And I was like, well, I guess, I mean, other people would say that I, and, and, you know, I would struggle like that and, um, and, ah, uh, and from that I realized, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what the problem is. And then from there. She told me this. She was just like, when when you start picking your face, one tool you can do or you can use is think about something positive about yourself. You know, just say, you know, why am I destroying my body or myself in this way? And have a positive, reinforce positive thinkings and feelings about yourself, even if you believe it or not. And that stuck with me a lot. I can't say I'm healed. I can't say I'm better. I just take everything a day at a time. So I'll share with you my physical routine because I have not yet mastered a mental routine that would help me stop 
So one physical routine is I wash my face every single day. Um, and I saw this routine on this YouTube video and, uh, I decided I was going to incorporate it with my face washing. So one thing with OCD is you like a routine and a pattern and your brain just uh, reacts so positively towards it. Right? So first thing I do is I'll take one of those, uh, it's not a beauty wipe, but the dry, instead of like the cotton ball, it's a cotton pad. I'll take that and I will use, um, something called Dr. Broner's all in one soap. And it is the sky blue bottle, the sky blue label. So not the green one. I think they have peppermint or whatever, all those like the hemp and the peppermint, etc. No, the sky blue one. So Dr. Broner's B-R-O-N-N-E-R probably apostrophe s and i will wash my face with that um then i'll also go in and i use this brand i think it's called yas two tomatoes um they they have yas two and they have cucumbers or whatever whatever but i use yas two tomatoes because it does not have a lot of chemicals in it and it's for acne i use their face wash after that so when I'm done, get out the shower and I use uh, witch hazel. I put that in a cotton pad. Make sure you don't get anything in your eyes. And I wipe my, especially my cheeks and everything, my face. And um, it's really for, you know, open, I guess, like cuts and bruises and stuff like that. And it also gets out even more dirt. So then after that, what I will do is I'll either put a little bit of coconut oil. So that's probably like less than a dime size and I'll put it over my face and that's to moisturize it. Or I would use the Yasu tomatoes, their moisturizer for your, your face. And that routine just helps me get my mind off of it. That gives me that, that check mark for the day that I did it right. But I didn't do it in a way where I'm picking my face, but I did it in a way where I'm giving to my face. But what I will say is I just want to speak to anybody that's dealing with mental illness from a traumatic situation. I know like the shame that comes from it, the secret that you hide from it. And even though mine may show up more physical because I pick my face, there's still those secret scars. When you when you act in a way that people don't understand and it's really from your trauma, I get it. And and the the isolation that you feel, the shame that you feel, the embarrassment that you feel, how are you going to hide it? It's, it's like being a prisoner in your own body. You know, you're like, how can I escape this? Especially OCD with the repetitive, um, repetitive habit or motion over and over and over again. And I, I tell you that like the skin picking can last for even two hours straight. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yes, for two hours straight, I'm picking my face. 
You can imagine the amount of damage it causes. But then the isolation it feels. And then the next day when you wake up and having to put the makeup on just to hide it from other people. Hide it from your coworkers. Hide it from the people that see you every day. So I understand. I, I get it. And, and you know, I just, I hope that you can get into a routine that's positive where you stop taking away from yourself the gift to yourself. And I believe it's a start. It may not be the thing that gets you to stop. It may be something that you truly can't control. A mental illness that came about from trauma that you truly can't control. But I urge you to just start from there. Start from giving to yourself. Start getting into a routine where it breeds positivity in your life. So yeah, that's it for me today. Um, When you get a chance, just check out www.projectdisfigure.com. And I just um, post up blogs. Um, some more insight from my podcast and you know let me know what you what you want like comment um, subscribe to my podcast and enjoy